going on, everybody, and welcome to the Useless Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Casey, and as always, joined by Arthur. This week, we are going over the unreleased, well, previously unreleased film of George Romero from the 70s. It was deemed the scariest movie George Romero's ever made, and it is about a character who is unnamed. In fact, there are no characters in this movie, names in this movie. It is a day at an amusement park that just continues to dwindle and dwindle into madness. Arthur, how are we doing today? You stole my thunder. Uh, absolutely the scariest movie he's made. Most terrifying. So. <laughs> I, I agree. I if, think it's the most horrific thing he's ever made. If you want to cheer someone up after this movie, watch The Mist. Like, that's going to have a happier ending. What the hell did we watch? No, The Mist. Screw it. It's true. It's what is a sad. That's a good question. What is a more sad ending? The Mist or the amusement park? The amusement park. Exactly. Even though I I saw it coming, the whole. It's not even about the ending being the saddest thing. The entire thing is the saddest thing. It is is the saddest. It's a 43-minute beatdown with a 10-minute talking to at the beginning. Um, You know, it's just an assault on the soul. It's Uh, Yep, an assault on the elderly. So basically, yes, I can describe it in a sense as to to sort of gradually, very slightly, is starts as a regular day in an amusement park with a group of elderly people having an excellent fun time on a roller coaster and the second one young person shows up that is when it all goes downhill for our main character and it continues to get worse and worse and then right when you thought it was so bad they kick you in the balls and it's technically not over yet and it continues on what okay so going into this everybody went into this blind this isn't an old movie that people had heard about and maybe just didn't see this is something no one's really heard of you can't as i just tried it's hard to describe this film what were your actually you what i can describe it easily do you know like did you watch the mystery science theater yes Remember all the different PSAs they would watch, like proper changing of lanes. Now you're going to be dating. This is just yeah. one on it's going to suck being old. Like it this really is. felt like one of those mystery science theater shorts. This would have been perfect for that treatment. But instead of being 15 to 20 minutes, it was 53. It really just was this weird. It was that PSA style that they used to do. And it's a PSA style on when you get old it's gonna suck. There was no like shining light other than one minute of three little pigs. And even that went bad. So it was like, it was like, it was something that should have been 15 minutes long long of like, Hey, keep in mind the elderly are people and they need love. Uh, But instead it has like the biker gang that would be in, you know, Dawn of the dead later. And uh, just random, like, signs that make you freak out about not being able to ride a ride if your in- your annual income is too low and stuff like that. It just, 
Woof. I, I looked up the writer. He has one credit. It's the it's this movie. No wonder. Do we think like Romero would have been like 33 when this was made? Is yes. this something where like somebody was like, all right, well, do this thing about old people being okay and I'll give you money for your next movie? Is it one of those? Did he have this message? Did he was Romero when did he, always seventy five? When did he first? <laughs> I think that's the best explanation. When did he first? This is one of his first films, so it may have been just one of those things where it's like he needed something to do, and so he picked this. I personally, I thought it was great, and it is. It's a whole explanation of society continuously kicking down the elderly inside of an amusement park and each section it just got worse you know uh who does a better job of convincing you to just look out for the elderly and be nice to him hobo with a shotgun see i didn't think of him as too elderly there um i thought of him more as a very old well but i mean he was like grizzled like he was 50 something i didn't think of him as useless elderly he was just a hobo and nobody cared about Hobo. That was a different... You're missing the message if you think that was about the elderly. That's about Hobo. No, it wasn't. But I'm just saying, not to mess with the elderly, I wouldn't mess with Hobo yeah. with the shock. I mean, Go ahead. With the, no, I was not, saying, you know who has a better message about looking out for him, like taking care of him, is the whitest kids you know. Have you ever seen the video, uh, Let's Go to the Old Folks Home? It's the guy, I, he's rapping about said that, not I, wanting I, to see his grandma, and then he realizes yes. that she has drugs. And then how cool it is to hang out with her and her friends. Let's go to the old folks' home. We can get knocked up and we all get stoned. Let's go to the old folks' home. I'd have been there more if I'd known. But at the end, he's like, uh, you know, you never know how long they're going to be with you. And some stuff like that. Like it, it, It wraps up to a sweet little package to where you're like, yeah, take care of the elderly. I would have rather watched that video... what would it be like 24 consecutive times or something maybe than mm-hmm. watch this. And I think I've watched it like eight consecutive times before just cause the beats real dope. <laughs> so like, I, I know to be nice to the, I didn't, I just, what is this? I why liked did it. We, why, why did we watch it? You liked it? Of course you I liked loved it. it. I that was brilliant. I knew you would. It was brilliant. It was great. The whole thing, like I said, it was terrifying. It was the most horrific thing imagine being that like just the scene i was confused as shit when i first started because i had no idea what this movie i just thought amusement park oh george romero okay we're in the fuck of the zombies and then all of a sudden this old dude is getting his eyes checked to go on like go-karts which they're not go-karts they're actually laid it on in the introduction i knew what it was gonna be from then like it i don't know I liked it. I thought it was great. And then the whole when they're doing the um, the show and everybody's booing, it's like they're showing off the American dream of like, these elderly of what they built as their American dream. And then the, the stone new... guy from the never never ending story would think this was heavy handed though. Like, it's just such it's it's just one of those ones where like it's not just like informational or like even smart in the execution. It just feels like abusive of the audience. I don't know. That's why I liked it. It made me feel uncomfortable throughout the entire film because the music helped with that too. Is like in any way that they could, 
like make you feel awkward or like this guy is getting tortured. He has a white suit on and just gradually just gets worse and dirtier and disgusting. And the music keeps adding on to it. I thought it was great. And then uh, the insurance companies taking advantage of the elderly in an amusement park. Uh, and then the part that basically it was the okay, it was the American dream that you were raised into, thrusted into a last bit of I need God. And then right when he gets to the church, the church closes its doors in his face. I thought like to be able to pull off that much of like a disparity inside of a construct of a literal amusement park. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was great. And I know there are a lot of reviews hating it and thought I, it sucked, but I thought it should have been like 20 minutes. It's yeah, it was, I mean, for a short movie, it was, it didn't it kept be getting worse. What it was. I, yeah, I think you could have. And again, like the, the ending was so telegraphed. Like, I don't know. I don't, guess those things often mm -hmm. but it was very i don't know it just i just think it's abuse I, I it just it wasn't it's neat to find a, some lost treasure mm -hmm. especially from someone as iconic as george romero but i wouldn't tell anyone to see it other than mystery science theater 3000 dubbing it back over i think this is perfect for them i will tell everybody to watch it because it's 54 minutes and these are people that have just watched army of the dead which is two and a half hours i can't get over the two and a half hours of army of the dead i never will but i did i enjoyed it i thought it was good i like uh i like the whole concept <laughs> behind it i thought it was smart i just don't like i i just don't care to see it like again it was a it was an emotionally an emotional torture film in a sense because it was yeah. torture to watch this poor friggin old man what? and all these other old people just get <laughs> abused by everybody okay just... so obviously there's things like torture porn disaster porn stuff like that <laughs> what would be what would be the term you would apply here like what's Jerry, geriatric guilt porn. <laughs> I've tried it. Yeah. Well, what is uh, what is it called? It's like age shame, the age shame porn. Uh, elderly abuse porn. But I don't think the like. I think the focus is more on you feeling bad. So I was yeah, like, that's where it's like the shame. Like, look in the mirror at the monster you are, because you will be this. <laughs> And honestly, will be. man, when I'm uh, this close to 40, it is a scary as fuck movie. Like, I don't want, I mean, like, I don't care what people think when I'm at Halloween Horror Nights, but when I'm there in 30 years, like, I'm probably going to get knocked over by a chainsaw or something stupid. I'm definitely going to knock you over. I mean, I'm only like, I don't know how old you are right now, but I'm farther from 40 than you are. So I'll be the one knocking you over. <laughs> The fact that you think there's ever going to be a time in your life where you could physically take me is hilarious. I can take the knees, my friend. The fact the that you think <laughs> that I'm going to give those up, I will be Sal Bandini levels of mastery over you. Want to wrestle? <laughs> Sal Bandini, want to wrestle? Uh, I did. Okay, the one part I thought was is he was eating the chicken, and I was like, I just want chicken now. I just wanted fried chicken 
And he was barely, he's like holding that in the book. And I was like, oh, this poor old man can't get through the book. And then he just starts crying. It was sad. Okay, again, saddest moment in a movie with a little kid. Frankenstein when he tosses the little girl in the lake and doesn't understand that she dies. Or this where he's reading Three Little Pigs and her mom makes her leave. The fact, I think it was, the fact that he is coming because that was the end of it that was the end of the road it, like the one thing he had left is that he could read to his grandkid i mean it's not his grandkid but he could read to the children and because that's you know the elderly people they love to read books and the fact that he couldn't get through this poor this book and then she was leaving it's like oh my god no wonder he doesn't want to leave there's nothing out there there's nothing out there I it was brutal. It. it was like it was again. Brutal. It was it was good for what it was. It was. I, I think it could have gotten it up across faster. I don't. All all the, all the questions I have are like, who came up with it? Why did they do it? What did they think was going to happen? There's so many questions like that that I want answered. Like, who was it made for? Who paid for it? Um, I know most of the people were volunteers who thought the message was important. But like, wow, imagine that being your one writing credit. What did you do with your literary skill? I depressed the fuck out of 12 people <laughs> who saw a movie, so it got buried for 38 years. Or it got buried for 38 years. Can you imagine that's your legacy? I, the, well, I mean, it, it did a good I've job. I've missed multiple times. I have. And too. this, I want to throw in a lake. <laughs> Again, it's well made. It's terrifying. Uh, it's di- It's so dour. It's so depressing. It's such an assault. And I know I'm repeating myself like 40 times, but it just... Woof. I'm so intrigued by this movie. I want to know more, but I don't want anybody to have to see it. Speaking of George Romero, did you see that they opened up the Living Dead Museum at the Monroeville Mall in Pennsylvania? Uh, did not. Yes. So they they always had like a little thing. I mean, this is a complete side swipe, but we've already pretty much wrapped up everything for the amusement. The amusement park on Shutter, 54 minutes. If you want to be depressed for 53 of those 54 minutes, check it out. I liked it. Arthur says it was good, but he didn't. It was. It was. I mean, it like, was, you, it was harsh. Yeah, you can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie and say it wasn't well done and well executed for what they were doing. But I certainly wasn't. This isn't a movie where I'm like, hey, let's turn on amusement park. Like, if I'm with a group of people, unless I wanted them to leave, I would. If I wanted, if I had a group of people at home, like, hey, let's watch a movie. I didn't really want them to be there. All right, we're going to watch the amusement park. It's George Romero. You'll love it. And then they get depressed and they go home and cry. Cool. I enjoy it, but it, it is very, it is very depressing. But the Monroeville Mall, uh, which is the mall that they shot Dawn of the Dead in, speaking of George Romero, uh, they always had the live, it's the Living Dead Museum, and they've always had like little shops and stuff like that. But they opened up a little spot in the Monroeville Mall and they had the Day of the Dead, like mini convention. But it's this huge, I don't want to say huge because I don't know how actually big it is, but it's all like walk through and they have these little things of zombies and they have stuff from Evil Dead, uh, stuff from Night of the Living Dead and stuff. And of course, right near there is the cemetery where they shot Night of the Living Dead. 
So it, it's really cool. I'm stopping there in October. So it should be very fun. But if you you should look it up because you would actually you would think it's very cool because they have a lot of props and cool things there and cool shirts that I will. I'm, I'm interested in that. Uh, let's buy. let's uh uh did you watch the little you watched the little conjuring thing you had some thoughts on it you want to kind of bring you watch it into this side no but you know like you don't <laughs> you could give like a five minute synopsis on it have you seen the other ones uh no okay just saying if you so, want to talk to the people about the conjuring three the devil made me do it i'm from connecticut i know all about this um case i know all about this story in fact where the house and area was is kind of like where i was born um it wasn't good the movie i i thought they had a very odd way of ending off the warren saga they remember don't do too spoilery since you didn't have this as the thing but just yes i'm just Uh, it's current yes and so i mean ultimately if you're looking to get into it it has some really good scares has some cool laughs that i thought were lame but i did laugh um definitely check that one out if you're into the conjuring or if you're just wanting something spooky it's shorter than uh, army of the dead and not as depressing as the amusement park amusement so, park almost felt as long as army of the dead just because I, of I, how I, I liked it it's, it was just I, so I, it is, and I that's what I like about it is that it I really know. did it ripped my heart out, and I was like, for a film to it's called Amusement Park. I know it's that's why it makes me think of like those PSAs, man. Like, why didn't we just watch Fun House or something? Fun House is great. I, I love Fun House. Yeah. You haven't seen Fun House? No, can we watch? I bought it we... for last Halloween, and that's when my power was out for 10 days. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Um. Have you watched Loki? Uh, I did watch Loki. Have you watched it? I did. I watched both of them. Oh, we've been. Oh God. Okay. Well, I've watched one episode. Oh, we can talk about the first episode. Uh, I just like. Um, Tom Hiddleston um, is incredible. Well, <laughs> I just like that. Marvel keeps doing these moves, that are like. Okay, so you like superhero fights, right? Love them. And you like when villains kind of sneer and do, you know, cool villain stuff, right? Yeah. Cool. We're going to bring some time cops, and we're going to go into a dimension that's kind of like the way, like, some of the processing areas were in The Good Place, and it's not going to be any of that. And it's like, how weird can they pull from, like, how much weird stuff can we pull from Marvel and say... You're coming on this ride with us, like WandaVision, the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Nobody knew what was going on. I was geeking out. I love old 50s TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, I just love how they're they're like, screw you. We're getting weird and weird and weirder and weirder, and weirder, 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 weirder. You know, like, and this was weird. <laughs> this know? was like, weird. It's and, gonna be a weird season. I love that I was in, uh, because I've gone to Dragon Con a couple times, I've been in some of the set that they used. Because part of that's in the uh, Marriott in downtown Atlanta. There's the I, thing with like, the statues, familiar. and there's these cool yes. futuristic elevators. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's the downtown Marriott in Atlanta. I've been on a, par- a party in that elevator. One time, 
I got on the elevator, and they're always packed during Dragon Con because there's like 10,000 people in the lobby. Mm. And I got in there, and there's a dude with a DJ deck and a guy with like a coonskin hat next to him. And they were just like, he was like, like wearing sunglasses and flexing. And the other guy was just like, hey guys, welcome to Club Elevator, the most exclusive club at Comic Con, uh, Dragon Con. <laughs> And like I rode up and down like five times listening to tracks on Club Elevator as people got off and on and partied in the elevator. That's so like I've partied in part of the set that they use for Loki. Catching Fire, they filmed some scenes in that uh, in that hotel actually. I met uh, what's his name, not Gordon Ramsay, uh, Robert Irvine. I met Robert Irvine there WrestleMania weekend. Oh he nice. Was there, he was dating or he is married to Gail Kim. Yeah, so. that's yeah. an interesting pairing. Uh, like I wouldn't have expected those worlds to cross. I wonder how they met. Uh, he was in Orlando. She was at Impact. Um, that's how. That's it's kind of weird. He did he did like an episode of something for them, and or cool. no, it was something like that where she she he did an episode of Dinner Impossible for WWE. Actually, it wasn't even Impact for WWE, and I think that's where they kind of met. Mm. Uh, either way, good Perfect. for them. Good for him. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I always liked his little show. Uh, I like Gil Kim, so they seem Gil fun. Kim's fun. Gil Kim's cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Loki, though. Loki's yeah. fun. I, I enjoy it. It's it is weird, and I'm, it's. Gonna, I'm happy about that. I am too. I we got very weird with WandaVision, and then we had a pretty straight laced uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, which was mm-hmm. very good. Uh, this I'm glad we're getting weird again because I liked the weirdness. I like those galact not galactic but like the in a sense galactic like the time the time uh whatever they're called i love that i love that storyline i love that concept it's really good so i'm I'm really excited for that one the kids are starting to love it too so it's good to be able to watch that instead of we're watching on repeat vampirina great show about a little kid who's also a vampire but is sweet and teaches That's people cool. just because they're monsters doesn't mean they're bad, you know. Sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> what it? What's what's coming up next on the horror radar? Any? Oh, dude, when you drop this episode, uh, how about the fact we're getting Roger Corman on Last Drive-In? How about that? That is going to be a great night. It's no like, matter what they pick. It's too bad. I mean, I get it. Like, we're getting all these great guests because they can do it remote. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way they were going to get all these people over to their little place where they were filming and get that many guests. They just wouldn't have. They would have gotten maybe two. Uh, we're getting some really special guests this season. That's awesome. I would really have liked to see Roger and Joe Bob in the same space. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm I sure it's going to be the Tella interview, and because Corman's in his 90s, right? I think so. He's quite up there yeah. in age. So I get it, and I love Joe Bob. Anytime he does a, a Roger Corman impersonation, like those are always fun. It's going to be really special, and I they're showing two movies of his. I hope he's a double movie guest. That it's would be neat. one. It's one that he's directed and one that he's produced, is what they said. He the whole clue. Did you give or do you have any guesses? Because you've been you've been doing pretty good on your guesses. Um. Well, they said one he directed from the '60s, right? So it could be Little Shop, and that's public domain, I think. 
Um, but what was the rest of the clue? Do you know, or do you have it pulled up? I do right now. It was it's clues for the finale of the last drive-in. First up, an ultra low-budget Roger Corman directed brilliance from the '60s, followed by controversial Roger Corman produced monsters from the '80s. Okay, I, so yeah, I had my I have my guesses. So yeah. from the '60s, yeah, I think I guess um, from the '70s and '80s. Brilliance from the '60s, man, he has so much stuff he directed. It's like it's in producing. Have you seen? It's like a hundred, two hundred. Oh, his producing something. is nuts. I don't even want to try to jump in that. I I think it will be uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That would be fun. It could be Pit and the Pendulum. Pit and the Pendulum makes sense because they've been putting that up on Shutter. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't always have to be on Shutter, but it doesn't. And then '80s monsters produced. Mm -hmm. Um, let's go with. And I'm sorry for the dinner here. Are we gonna get munchies? It would be awesome, but I my guesses were the Last Woman on Earth and the Terror Within. The Terror Within is a great time. I would prefer Emmanuel Six. I <laughs> I would honestly I prefer Munchies. Munchies is a great time. I don't know if you've ever I, seen I bet that. it'll be Munchies. Have you ever seen the sequel to Munchies? No, but I've seen clips called Munchie. Yeah. Ask Jacob about Munchie. If you text Jacob right now, Munchie, he will laugh. It has been <laughs> an inside joke for like ever. That's another movie that I thought was a dream have i told you my what is this what is the movie about uh with edward furlong the video game not video drum come on you know what i'm talking about you're killing me not really but uh it's edward furlong in a movie i th i saw it when terminator i was terminator 2 yes terminator 2 exactly what i'm talking about uh and it's brain scan thank you i don't know this movie oh brain scan is a good time you should that's 100 even though you haven't seen psycho gorman yet brain scan is a great time great 90s film uh oh i know this it. cover there you go either oh. way i thought i could not think of this the title of this movie and i was like oh my god it, it's this movie with this and this and this is before this is like back when ask jeeves was still a thing instead of really just googling everything and imdb was kind of there but kind of not and so i said to jacob i was like i had this dream or i was like there's this movie and i'm just convinced that i've, I've had a dream that i never saw it it doesn't exist because i can't find it and I was like, it's this kid who plays this video game, and there's this dude there with this like crazy psychedelic hair, and, and he starts murdering people, but maybe he isn't. And it's all weird. And he goes, oh, brain scan. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought it was a dream. So Munchie is another one where I thought it was a dream until I finally looked it up. And it's this little gnome thing that has a flying pizza. Great film. Great film. So... Munchies would be a good time. It's gonna, I'm sad that Joe Bob's ending, but that's a good way to end it. Corman's a good drive-in guy. 
I mean, so. just uh, my favorite little Joe Bob Corman story is when he was talking about wanting to get a promotional still for the newspaper for one of his movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corman didn't spend money on things like that. And he goes, no, just go over to this theater, uh, talk to so-and-so, have him just splice whatever picture out of there you want to have and he and get it blown up. So he advised him to go cut his movie apart to get a frame from the movie to use from the paper. That's incredible. Rather than spend money on promotional stills. You watched uh, last week, right? By the way, speaking of. Not really. I'm having trouble like catching it as it's going. It, I've got a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught a little. What? What? Uh, tell me. Tell me what the Iggy is. It was the. Uh, what was it? It was the the evil. I think, evil speaks. Evil speaks was the first one, and then the second one was Day of the Beast. Day of the Beast was fucking weird. I've seen Who's evil the speaks. guest. Uh, it was what's his name's brother? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Howard. It was Clint Howard. Howard, yeah, Clint Howard. And they didn't do Ice Cream Man. I was wanting Ice Cream Man, too, because I, I love Ice Cream Man. I but, just love Clint Howard, and I'm glad they poured a lot of love on him. I saw the music video. It's a great. It was great. He had John. received some, like, Lifetime Achievement Award from, like, MTV. MTV in 94 built... or 93 or something. I remember it. Yes, and, like, it, would, it had always been, like, a joke award because like jason voorhees won it or something and when he won it he took it very seriously and i thought that was mm-hmm. really cool and i love he it. just I seems like a genuine moment. yeah he seems like a very genuine nice guy so that's what yeah. i like about it he just uh, seems so happy to be talking about everything I, and he gets to do fun roles yes I love the clint howard career you know like <laughs> steph was even like she's like He's that guy that's in everything, and you can never name him, but he's always there, and he's always a creepy guy. I was like, ah, it's Ice Cream Man. He's great. Yes. It, it, no one can see the video. Is great. Yeah. Uh, Clint Howard. I love that his brother even added on to the music video. That was fun. Uh, what else John, is coming out? John Brennan is a treat, by the way. Uh, yes. The, uh, the guy who does all the music stuff for... Last Drive-In, mm-hmm. uh, Brennan just absolutely kills it every time. His range, his humor, he's just a beast, you know. Like, I, I love his work so much. I've got so many of the little records from the episodes and stuff like that. He's he's a, he's a treat. I want to see him do more stuff. Speaking of horror, tomorrow is the day that it, the tickets are supposed to be available for Halloween Horror Nights. Really? Yes. The seventeenth is tomorrow, I believe. Did I not tell you this? Well, if you watch Psycho Gorman, we would have more to talk about. Just letting you know. <laughs> well, make it the week's assignment, and I'll watch it. But um, you want to? I can do that. It's fine. I had to watch this like during my lunch break today, because like it's just been so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't able. <laughs> Like, but I knew like I had time, you know, I was, I was Burgess Meredith in the twilight zone. I, you know, I had time now. Luckily my glasses didn't break. Um, <laughs> dude, 
Yes. All right. So, all right. Let me know to check tomorrow. I'm going to have to like check things like the uh, tours and stuff like that I want to do. Um, and when we say tomorrow, we mean yesterday, if you're listening to this when we drop it. So tomorrow yes. is not today. To Tomorrow, tomorrow is yesterday. Yeah. Well, luckily, by now, people have already known. <clears throat> they There was a, le- a leaked video from them that it doesn't you don't know if it's actually from halloween horror nights or if it's not or if no one knows and it was a video of jack the clown you know who jack the clown is that's their uh, mascot guy right one of them yeah he's one of the icons as they call it he's the, the lead one he's the most popular one he's not my favorite but he's he's great great brings great times uh and it's the whole scheme is that you know jack is back and this and that and it's the 30th year but it kind of seemed like an underwhelming commercial it seemed like one of those you would see this if you're watching infomercials or or like if you're in a hotel they always have like a specific channel for sure for all like the commercials for surrounding attractions and that's what it seems like it seems like one of those corny little ones it doesn't seem like the grand one that they usually do so i don't know how legit it is or how legit it's not so but I'm super excited, regardless. So, and Howlo Scream is coming to Orlando this year, which should be fun. I've never been to that. What? Uh, what's the what's the Howlo Scream? Howlo Scream is Bush Gardens Halloween event uh, that they had. I don't know if they did it's it. Coming on to Orlando? I thought it's it was in Tampa. Sea World. Oh, so they're doing instead of doing it in Tampa, they're doing it at SeaWorld, or are they doing doing both? Both. Which could either be, I mean, I like that they're doing it in Orlando as well because that will take draw away from the huge crowds that hit Halloween Horror Nights. Right now, I just have more to plan now if it's the thing that was going to be it. But like, I didn't know what you were saying was going to be there. I thought we were just going to get some laser mounts on some killer whales or something and like party. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, if someone's listening and they want some ideas, laser mounts on some whales, Arthur and I are there. Yeah. But no, it's they open the park at night. It's have you ever what have you been to Six Flags? I keep forgetting that we're in, we don't live the same life. <laughs> Six Flags would be a place I would have gone to multiple times because I'm in the Midwest. Okay, so I've been have I've been, been to, to I've been to Six Flags Dallas. I've been to Six Flags Astro World, and I've been to Six Flags Milwaukee, and I've been to maybe one more. I might have done the one in St. Louis. Maybe not. I'm not sure. So they also have a Halloween event called Fright Fest or something like that, and it's the same where it's they open up. The Sea World and Bush Gardens they open up at night, but they still have the roller coasters and everything going. So that's another reason why I'm all in for how low scream is. I have not been on a friggin' roller coaster, jeez, like a legit roller coaster since like the kids were born. I went on this wooden one in Connecticut. It was good re- when it first came out. This one is. I need to remind myself to work on getting the theme park weight. I yeah, I've been walking a lot so I can get used to walking again. Yeah, I messed up my foot, but hopefully in another week or so I'll be able to. Um, Let's throw some ice on it. It'll be fine. 
just stomp it out. We'll be good. But yes, it's SeaWorld has some really great coasters. Uh, I've been on a couple of them. I think I know I've been on all of them at this point, but still riding them at night is a good time, probably. So that should be fun. And Hollow Scream apparently is a fun time. Every there's I don't know if they're just has roller coasters. Yes, they do. I didn't know that. They're fun, too. They have a I think there's like the floorless one. There's this like Manta. I'm not called Manta. Maybe it is. But it's like uh, Devil Ray where it's like the hanging one, like it's like Superman at Six Flags had. Uh, fun times. They have some good stuff there. They have uh, Medusa. It used to be called Journey to Atlantis. Medusa. And it's like a water ride slash hybrid roller coaster. It's cool. I brought Asher on it. He did not care for it. <laughs> Is it is it wrong that I'm looking forward to just walking through uh, Poseidon's water tunnel again? Yes. You, you don't like that one? <laughs> I did like I like Poseidon's water tunnel. Poseidon's water tunnel is a fun time. It's cool. They had um they once back I think it was the thirteenth year, they had a whole attraction in that line of Poseidon's thing. And so you got to go through that whole thing. And I thought that was cool. The the house itself is awful just really not good in fact that whole year was pretty bad but that's a whole other conversation if we want to talk about halloween horror nights but still howl scream halloween horror nights what else we basically when about? i get to florida it's going to be a hollow orgy it really will be it should be fun yeah and they we're they're doing uh spooky empire the Orlando's main horror convention just announced that they're going to get Robert England, mm. star of the Phantom of the Opera remake. Also, he mm. played this guy named Freddy Krueger. Not sure if you've heard of him. He was in, I think it was Freddy vs. Jason. The only thing I know about him is he's going to be in Stranger Things season four. He really is, and I'm actually super excited about that, actually. Me too. Whew. Stranger Things is a great time. Mm-hmm. The house is not so much, but it's fine. The first Stranger Things house was good. The second one was not the greatest, as I'm wearing the shirt for it. The stuff where you're kind of going B through B through the thing are always a little lackluster, but that's fine. Yeah, and it, it, there was a lot of mannequins in there. It's cool because it, the sets were great. It was beautiful, but there was not a lot. It was better than Walking Dead. So Yeah. All right. You want to go watch Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> I think it's finishing. I think the baby started crying because the baby got bored with it, too. So, yes, everybody. One thing to be learned from this. It's very hard to have a full on long discussion about the amusement park. But if you were to learn something about the amusement park, remember this. Always be nice to the elderly. It's not their fault. Don't go on some go-karts. And try to hit them just so they can get off of the ride and you can have a more fun time with your young friends. It's not cool. Even though the go-kart police will not believe them, they will believe you, it's still not cool. If you're a mother who has randomly fried chicken to give to an elderly man who just strolls up to read a book to your daughter, let him finish the book. Because you never know. That could be the last thing he is holding on to. Arthur, any last thoughts 
Oh, I'm going to go cry again, but thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. If you follow us on our Twitters, we will definitely announce what we will be talking about. I am always on there. Arthur is on there occasionally. Hit us up on that. Uh, Speaking of, I did hit over 2,000 on Twitter. I have over 1,000 on my Instagram. So fun rise, fun times. I'm going to go watch Handmaid's Tale and maybe eat Mexican street corn Cheetos that I found at 7-Eleven. Thank you all. We'll catch you in a couple weeks. Bye.